0: Hi, this is Raina G. with the Holistic Health Hotline. We're back again. Um, you heard from Karen Kelly in Part 1 and Part 2 about 21 ways to communicate with your pet or animals. They might not even be your pets. Um, but I had promised for months, and I finally have her with me, uh, uh, Maggie Mantz. She is... Um, Apache, right? Mm-hmm. She's Apache Indian and Irish, so you know how that all worked way back then. Um, we have a bunch of Indians at my house today. I'm part Delaware. Uh, I think uh, Karen is Cherokee or or Cree, and um, and Maggie's an Apache. So you're getting some Native American stuff on holistic health, and holistic health mostly with animals. I did mention in, in uh, one of the podcasts one or two ago that um, they did come down, Maggie and Karen, to... Um, do this, but also to look at my mother's dog, who is a little Maltese, about 10 years old, who has been my mother's only companion and friend ever since um, he was born. Uh, it, and they actually got him um, because my mother's husband was sick with cancer and ended up dying. So this dog has been through the death of one of his of his uh, parents and then had to be the protector of the house and the protector of my mother for, for the last several years. And now that he's moved here, has manifested... Um, a whole bunch of stuff in his body that has come up to the surface and has gone through some more trauma, physical and emotional, and was exhibiting a lot of symptoms that are almost scary. And, of course, that puts my mother into a defensive scary mode, too, and we didn't need all that. So these two good people... Um, came to the house and went next door and communicated with Jamie, the dog. At the same time, of course, they're picking up what's going on with Mom and everybody else around there. But what I'm going to have Maggie talk about, and, and she will go her own way once it's there, is is how they actually come into a home and deal with an animal and talk to them and get the animal to talk back to them and what she sees or feels. And sometimes it's not like it's not this animal psychic thing where they go in and touch an animal and everything's out there in the open and and it's all you know all taken care of and this is what your astrological forecast is. It's not the way it works. Animals are very special people, and uh, and so are the people who can communicate with them. You can learn how to do it, but these people are gifted. So Maggie Mann, she is a uh, small animal and equine massage therapist. She's also a, a human massage therapist. She's a gifted empath, a medical intuitive, and animal communicator. She has rescued many animals. She has at least 50 rescued animals in her center. She does not want to rescue more animals. She can't afford it. She doesn't have the time. Um, It takes her four to six hours every morning just to feed them, okay? But she will do animal communications over the phone, um, help you to to uh, learn what's going on with your pet or your friend's pet or your family's pet and see what's really happening with that animal and with yourself at the same time. Uh, Very often we are... Oh, projecting our stuff onto our animals because they will pick up on that. And you heard about that from Karen. If you listen to the Two Archive podcasts, you'll understand it better and learn it. But Maggie's a wonderful storyteller, and she can tell you the story about Jamie. She can tell you the story about her horses, and that's what we wanted to do today. So, Maggie. Come on in here. She's very shy. Even though she's an Indian, she loves to talk, but she doesn't like those these electronic things to talk into. So um, I was going to have her talk about how we called about um, Jamie and that uh, Jamie all of a sudden was having trouble breathing and was making all kinds of noises and um, scared everybody. And it's been going on for several days. We chose not to go the Western Medicine way. We chose to wait for Maggie and Karen to show up. So they showed up today. So tell them about what happened today.
1: Well, mostly. Um, we had spoken with Raina earlier in the week when she had uh discovered the problem and um or the problem came to the surface. And um as the uh as the week went on, um Jamie uh felt more and more comfortable with uh, telling us what was going on before we even got here Uh, he had been to the groomer and had had a problem at the groomer's office uh, and he showed us pictures of how uh, he got nipped by the shears and uh, jumped and actually jumped off of the table and uh, was hanging uh, by the collar that they had him hooked to the table by which um actually gave him almost choked him and um almost hung him and he was out in his atlas and um he had a few more vertebrae that were out as well. But he was in quite a, a little bit of pain there and um he was not real sure because he is a protector and has been protected that he wanted to trust someone outside of his comfort zone and so it took him a couple of days to come to a place of trust that um he could uh, share that with us and um when we called uh and and spoke with Reyna before coming over here um she said that was exactly right that um he had been to the groomer and um had had uh, a couple of uh, events at a, um, a veterinary's, uh, veterinarian's office as well um, through some surgeries that he had had. Um, so uh, when we got here, we uh, went with uh, Raina to her mother's house. And uh, he's quite a sporty little character. Mm-hmm. Um, he did check us out right off the bat. And uh took a resume from my shoes and um because I do have so many animals and I do come in contact with so many animals he was uh able to uh become quite comfortable pretty quick. Mostly um I do animal communications um I at a distance because there are different visual and uh sounds and and other things that can come into play when you're face-to-face with the one that you're communicating with. Um, and if you um, go with the physical evidence, sometimes you get off of the path, uh, whether it's the owner's emotional issues, whether the um, animal doesn't want to rock uh, the boat. Uh, they do have a lot more um, things going for them. Um, they size up the situation. But uh, if the if the owner or the caretaker, as I like to call them, is a willing participant, then it's much easier for the pet to open up and. Um, share what's going on and and uh things like that. Um and here's quite a little card. Um they like to joke. Uh, the uh, animals
0: like to joke? Oh yeah. <laughs> they have senses of humor. They have real sense of
1: humor. Um <laughs> well it's just like with uh, when you um uh spelled walk he was like uh, you wouldn't win any spelling beads oh. <laughs> um, and I, I've had in, in the past 10 years I've had some really fantastic communications and sometimes um, especially on two occasions had been used as you might call it as a channel for Uh, one or two pets to uh, come out and try to get their owners off of their dolphin to do uh, what it was that the pair of them got hooked up to do and um um I would I would probably like to tell you this story about um going to a meeting and um to uh learn a new healing technique, um a new energy awareness type um, information. And uh a lot of times you have to take me to these things screaming and kicking because I I I just plain a lot of times don't do people in a crowd. And um so we got there and uh I wasn't the most comfortable person there but um, I knew there was a dog and uh, I went to the person that was uh, putting on the uh, event and I said do you have a dog here and they looked at me no we don't have any dogs and uh, no dog lives here and so I was like well you know maybe I'm just in one of those spaces and maybe it's a neighbor's dog you know, so I went in the other room and I'll be daggum it just got bothering me. So um, I went back and I asked somebody else that looked like they lived there. No, nope, no dog here. Anyway, so it it bothered me most of the night, uh, evening of the uh, introduction to this new energy um, technique. And I, I probably wasn't paying the closest attention. Uh, um, to the speaker and he did seem to ramble and not be quite present for the uh, the presentation he was doing and when it was all said and done um, you know how people get up and mill around and have uh, tea and uh, cookies or something well the presenter had walked into a different room of the house and when he came back he had a large dog with him and the dogs eyes and mine met and he was like why didn't you get me out of there (laughs) and I'm like well because everybody told me there wasn't a dog here and he was like I don't consider myself a dog but the people around here do but um, anyway we talked a little bit he and I and he said that, you know, he'd like to uh, keep up the conversation because he had a lot of things to say. But he wanted me to strike up a friendship with his uh, caretaker. And um, he's correcting me right now. He says his owner. And um, anyway, so um, we, the, the meeting was over and we, we left. And it wasn't a couple of days later that a friend of mine, that lives in Foley, just around the corner from our clinic in our home, uh, called and asked us to dinner. And uh me being the um I asked her what the occasion was <laughs> because we rarely get together except on an occasion. And she said that the presenter uh at the um uh, energy meeting was a close friend of hers and she would just like for me and and Karen to be able to spend a little bit more time and uh, have him explain a a little more in depth of uh, his teachings and that type of thing well as it turned out uh, he got a little flippant with me when he found out that I was an animal communicator and he said well what can that dog over there tell you and that's all it took the dog took over He was uh, the best speaker I've ever had used to be (laughs) and we discussed even before the war in Iraq he told us it was coming. He has told us quite a few things that have come to pass the Hurricane Katrina and the devastation and just on and on and on and everyone that was seated at that table knew it wasn't me speaking (laughs) I mean the the dog threw in some 50 cent words and was right on with political and um and environmental issues and things that have transpired since then and this was in order to awaken his owner to let the channeling come through him that this dog came into his life for and at the very end of this and, and most of the people seated at the table were in awe but the owner says well what does he think when I pick up my golf clubs I will hate to tell you that dog was livid he was like he will not take a thing serious he has so much work to do, and I'm here to help him. And he will not sit down with a piece of paper and a pencil. He said he could sit down with a computer, but he doesn't know how to plug it in. Mm-hmm. He was just, uh, he was he was an Alan Alda type of funny, trying to get the attention of this person that he came to sit with or live his earthly life with this time well that upset me greatly and uh, I went for a walk um because the lady's house is in the country on 20 acres I took a stroll down to the river and on my way back and I could hear this voice I, I was I'm a po-dog and I was like oh my god who is you know who is this he said I'm a poe dog and I said okay I'll buy it what's a poe dog he says no if you actually research it Edgar Allan Poe had a dog and I'm the poe dog and um so this man could be is channeling some great stories some Revelations that Earth needs, in some form or fashion, that this dog is ready to to uh, channel through him. But to date, the man hasn't picked up a, a piece of paper and a pen, or into the computer. I mean, the dog even walked me around the man's property, in which I've never been to. Never seen. He didn't pull out any pictures. I told him where his medicine wheel was. I told him what it overlooked. I told him what he wanted to use for some of the stones and what he uh, gave up, you know, to, to get those stones. I told him the front entrance of his house that he had personally built and how it came to be. With the archways and those things that I could never know that this dog was just feeding me and feeding me the information and um he uh, did not want to hear that I could talk to the dog or the dog could talk to me and give me that kind of information and um so the dog has spoken with me um to try to find a way to communicate and to um, give this information so that it can be written, but he's still holding out for the owner um, to be that person. It's uh, a contract, and um, no one has renegotiated the contract for the for the dog. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: That's just a a couple of the stories that Maggie has to tell. Um, uh, It's pretty amazing to watch. It's amazing to watch the two of them work together, and Maggie is available and needs, you know what, she needs to get discovered out there. Uh, she's here for a reason. She was put here for a reason. She's been gifted with her gifts for a reason. And we don't understand. We're just not ready, I guess, to understand how important the animals are around us. And Native Americans do understand that, just like they, we understand the connection to Earth. We understand the connection to sky and the four directions, et cetera, et cetera. And animals, um, without the four-legged ones, we would not be whole human beings and we need them they know that we need them they need us and and they will and are willing to communicate if we learned the ways to respect their communication, to respect them, to respect their their insights and their foresights. And I think it's just kind of amazing that that dog knew, acted like a prophet, a, prof- a seer, who knew what the prophecies were and what was coming. And nobody's listening. Who's listening? Nobody's listening. And we listening. And we need to we need to learn how to listen better and understand these things. And then when you're when your pet is sick. Um, a lot of times they are reflecting a sickness in us. For instance, if a dog all of a sudden starts limping, I can almost guarantee you that the the person who the dog owns or vice versa has already got a problem with their spine or their bones or their muscles or their mineral intake or uh, their beds, the way they're sleeping, and the dog has already picked up. Um, that energy, that feeling, that pain, and is displaying it and experiencing it because of the love that they have. Uh, we need to start listening, and and I'll tell you, you need to get a hold of Maggie. Um, I've given out her website or her, uh, excuse me, her email before. It's laughter, L-A-F-T-U-R, at golftel, G-U-L-F-T-E-L. dot com. Her phone number is two five one seven five two one five two eight she can communicate with your animal she did it with my mother's my mother um was open enough to trust it and as soon as that dog as soon as jamie was ready to say this is what happened to me he did and he did it over a 30 something mile range and um i got off the phone with maggie and 10 minutes later she said he just told me what happened and um uh, as soon as i told my mother she said that's right i i believe it i think that's exactly what happened she he went to a groomer the groomer is like many people in any profession okay we have some good ones and we have a lot of them that are just there doing a job and uh when we went to pick that dog up they they, he had gone with a friend of his that lives with him now and they were both outside with no water the uh, groomer was in her house and walked out with a cigarette in her mouth and, and released them. Um, and then the the one the other dog went to North Carolina for a while, and that kind of upset Jamie. And all this had happened to him um, at this grooming place. She cut him too, too short. She cut off a, uh, what do you call it, a mole and uh it was bleeding and of course that's that's traumatic right there if somebody cut off a mole on your body what would you do so imagine he did jump and you know that they tether them they collar them and tether them to groom them and um, which isn't necessary but that's what groomers do and so if he did jump or fall off the table he was hanging by that collar and and what he exhibited the next day was an in- he he wasn't going to drink any water because he would choke and he had choked before um after coming back from a veterinary experience experience and, uh he, he was trying to sniff like dogs do because they use their senses, and, and scent is a very important sense to use for them, and he couldn't breathe in. He couldn't take a breath. He was looking for a breather from all the things that were going on with him. He could not breathe in, and his whole body was going into a spasm because he couldn't breathe, almost like um, like an asthmatic attack. Okay, now he does have some allergies to the new environment around him. But you, co- you compound the allergies to the food he was eating, which was not good, not bad but not the worst but not good and and the new environment of the house and the yard which also you know it's causing some problems on the pads of his feet compound that with the physical emotional spiritual trauma of being hung when your mom leaves you to get a bath and and um and get clipped and then having your friend who was supposed to be there with you the other dog get picked up and go a different direction and he didn't even have her to talk to about it so she he is she i don't know they're both talking to me right now but um he, he was ready to communicate, and Maggie was there, and Karen was there, and um, a wonderful thing to watch. I'd like to videotape it sometime, put it up on YouTube, get it out there so people can see how this is done. It's not flaky. It's not voodoo. It's not weird stuff. It's um, it's understanding that we are all energy and that we can communicate with each other in so many different ways. Uh, Maggie does it, and I respect her her gifts. I've, I've loved her forever. She's always been a friend, even though she might not always know that, but... Um, I respect both of them, and I think you should, too. You want to get a hold of her, it's laughter at golftel 251-752-1528. You want to get a hold of Dr. Karen Kelly. They are living in the same area, but the phone number is 251-943-8883. And her uh, email is health is wealth 88 at gmail.com write them tell them what you've got going on with your pets with your animals um, get some people together they will come and do workshops uh, Karen especially will come out and do workshops about uh, animal communication and um, among other things. We have several workshops with Karen and Maggie coming up here at our office in Daphne, Alabama. Uh, they have to do with so many things. And she'll tell, she's gonna do, um, one about the holistic pet. She's gonna do one on, um, the glyconutrients that, that we need as human beings and animals also need. She's doing one about, uh, i don 't remember the name of it, but you use tuning forks and actually realign and tune all the chakras she 's a gifted and very educated knowledgeable person, um, both of them very gifted, and we appreciate them. I will be back uh, sometime in the future in a few days talking about some other things, but I really, really want you to send this email, send this podcast over your phone via email via mail, via anything. Um, Text message it, am it, do whatever, because 99% of the people in your life have a pet or an animal or somebody who does. And um, they're waiting for this. They're looking for this. There's no way to really look it up on the Internet and find this. So find it here, pass it on, go to earthwalk-usa.com. All the information will be printed out there in some form very quickly in the next few days. It will be there, but listen to this and and pass it on. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend, and uh, I'll be back in a couple days.